Ouch. Is this thing on? Is it? I'm not sure. So, that was a band that I recently rekindled my love with and have been enjoying for week four. Week four, ladies and germs. Do you ever, do you ever introduce a pod call? Ever, anyway. Are you that, are you that self-absorbed that you think anybody knows what they're talking about? Are you? You're gonna mute your fucking phone. You're gonna put the phone down. Are you? I am, I just have the timer on, Jesus. But, seriously, do you wanna join my podcast? Do you and your birds wanna join me and my birds? British birds and join my podcast well not join don't, no no don't join would you like to do my podcast do ya do you want to do my podcast I've got lots of fun yucktastic funny irreverent unprecedented unwarranted hitherto unseen topics I've got lots of topics I've got I've got lots of lots of fun topics fun Fun hot button, fun funny topics. Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the Rona? Do ya? No, I don't want to talk about the fucking Rona. But but this is but this is a podcast with like four, five, ten people. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about the Rona in the news. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think I will. Just needed a hit of my coffee. But do you want to join the network? Do you want to join my channel? My Patreon? My OnlyFans? <laughs> my OnlyFans? My, um... Patreon? What else? What's on another fucking pay site? What's another pay site? Not Bandcamp. Do you want to join my... Not OnlyFans? My premium Snapchat? Do you want to join my... Join my private TikTok? TikTok? And fuck TikTok too. Damn. Listen to that alliteration. Fuck. Tick talk too. Boom. So anyway, do you ever introduce the podcast then? Let the birds introduce it. All the fucking dogs. All the fucking birds and the dogs. It's a cacophony. Anyway, hello. A faithful listener. Faithful. Loyal. <laughs> hello, bored and otherwise... And just need background noise in the background playing. Listener. Listener, lover of the cheese lover of the cisagna. What, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Chisme. Chisme. Cisagna. Uh, I think those are words for gossip or. What's another word for that? Drama. Gossip and drama. Welcome to the Gossip and Drama Podcast. Welcome to the Paw. Hello, welcome to the Paw episode. The Paw. Podcast. <laughs> the Paw. I still feel like it sh- this should be like the companion to the other. Well, not companion. To the Hoof with Ladondo and Tommy Lombardozzi. The good brothers over there. The cousins. Their cousins. I just call them bros. Brothers. Anyway, this should be the companion piece to that, but. 
don't want to ride on their coattails. They do good stuff over there. And they got Brian O'Halloran this week, I think. So if you're a fan of Clerks and Dante, Hicks, Gil Hicks, Vulgar, all of that good stuff, go check it out. Go listen to Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps. Podcast, podcast. Look, listen to my fucking accent. Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps with hosted, produced by Victor Juarez. The home dog, home slice. But, but, but who are they listening to now? What is this? What am this? Why is this? Hello. Once, one more time. Once more into the mouth of hell. As we descend into the madness. The black downward spiral of the mind you know as not the twilight zone you're entering a dimension of sight of sound we control the vertical the horizontal i don't think rod serling was british but i almost fucked up the name rod serling no hi hello greetings salutations once again welcome to the Roman Reigns podcast, aka Roaming Roman Nations. I think I figured out how to spell it now. It's let's see here. Let's look at the show notes. R O A M I N A T I O N Z. And then I do like a weird mirrored initial of the letter R, a la Rorschach. That would be a pretty cool logo. I might have to find a, a clip art or something with that. It has been recently brought to my attention, embarrassingly. But anyway, welcome to the Roaming Reigns podcast, aka Ruminations. Been recently brought to my attention that I'm already on episode 24, but episode 22 is missing. There's a reason for that. Episode 22, I think, is the part two of the library series, quote-unquote. So it's been brought to my attention that... It's not really episode 24, but rather 23, because episode 22 is missing. So, how about I call this Catch-22, or episode 22, the missing episode. There is one in the can somewhere, i just got to find it and edit it. That's why there's 24 numbered, but there's one missing, so technically if you count them, there's 23. But I do have one recorded, so uploaded, there's only 23 episodes, plus the one that's in the can somewhere, ready to be foisted. What the fuck? Someone trying to hack into my Yahoo mail? Fuckers. Anyway, so let's call this Catch-22. Or hindsight is... Uh, actually, that's not even the right phrase here. Hindsight is 2020, I guess it is, but... It has nothing to do with what we're discussing here today. Greetings and welcome to another installment, another page in the journal that is seemingly untamable, unfathomable, incomprehensible madness that is my life. That spiral, that black spiral into darkness, being sequestered in the West Wing. Actually, this would be the south south wing. Yeah, south wing. The bunkers, the south wing. 
but I am facing west and east simultaneously. I, well, I can look out of all vantage points except south proper, but it's alright. Got a good little crow's nest up here. Though it sounds like a bird's nest. So as soon as I stop talking, the birds don't chirp. So, what the fuck? Anyway. So yeah, this is technically, mathematically, episode 23, but it's 24. I just haven't uploaded that one. I will at some point. I just gotta find it. But yeah, I can do maths. Maths. I'm good at maths. So, what's so special about today? What's been going on? How are you? How are you faring in all this? Been watching a lot of the news, have you? Staying busy. I don't know. Should I do the Bill Burr? Not that I'm doing it self-consciously, but he addresses the hypothetical listener. I feel like I should just ramble on. It's been working for me so far. At least the audio quality is a little better, I would hope. I pray. I really got to get in here like the mic's literally in my face. Face, neck, and chest. Boom. So, today, eh, let's ask. Let's ask my co-host. Let's ask. Alexa, what's the day today? She's shy. Alexa, what's today's date? Really? Not going to talk anymore, huh? Even she doesn't want to do the pod card anymore. Alexa, what's today's date? Alexa, what's today's date? Oh, I put it in the wrong... I put it in the wrong hole. Alexa, what's today's date? Today is Saturday, April 25th. Alexa, what's today's date? It's Saturday, April 25th. Alexa, what time is it? The time is 2.42 p.m. There she is. Alexa, how are you doing today? I'm Grilly Hood. Oops. I meant to say really good. Guess I've been saying too many tongue twisters. Fucking robots got jokes. <laughs> She's got the yucks. Why am I even alive? Okay. That's going to be fun to edit. So, today's the 25th. It's exactly 31 days since the stay-at-home, stay-safe, hunker-down, stay-home order was enacted in this city, in hell. El Paso. Because that's where I am. Anyway. Fucking, I can see my mic stand from here. But I can't find the clasp or the clip for the fucking mic. Maybe it's in this backpack. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't want to fuck with it right now. Anyway. 31 days. So this would be week four. <laughs> week four in a day. So. so that's fun. It's also day 25 of yoga, which I did for about 12 minutes. It felt like a cop-out, though. Like she just busted out some pretty lackluster lean yoga moves which is cool I also like had like a big Mexican <laughs> breakfast well not 
not that bad. Not a big breakfast, but it's menudo, so cow tripe and hominy in a chile broth. So delicious if you've never had it. Anyway, menudo. It's not called menudo for our, you know, listeners and fellow Americans that don't live anywhere near bomb-ass Mexican joints, which I can't even visit now because of this lockdown, so unless it's to go or order out or carry out. Not a fan of eating in the car. Unless it was my own lunch and I was eating at work during lunch. But other than that, but anyway, yeah, I had menudo for breakfast and some bolillos, bolillos, bread, wheat. They're pretty small, but they're good. But I feel like a fat fuck, so that's fun. Last night, I walked for about three hours almost, and they thought, I would relinquish the crown. No, no ma'am, no sirs. It's not that hard. You just gotta move. Sometimes it sucks. So like the last episode I recorded, it's funny because I recorded it. It took a while to edit. I probably edited it in pieces during the week, and then I uploaded it. But that Saturday that I recorded it, which I don't know if it was last, I want to say it was last Saturday, the 21st, something like that. I didn't go to walk because it was windy and I was depressed and it sucked and I felt really horrible, felt like shit, so I just stayed and kind of like slept, slept it off. Felt better after, of course, and then Sunday I resumed, of course, and then my fucking gear fit, my Samsung gear fit died, so I had to borrow my mom's wine-colored pink uh, wristband one. I did order a replacement one though, which is gonna be cool. I like this though. I like this though, except the weight status for me is wrong, but we'll see. It's good though, it measures your heart rate and all that shit. It's a little step up from the one I had, but yeah, so for a while there I almost stumbled on the getting up, moving around and stuff, so that's good. But yeah, that Saturday was rough, man. Like, I didn't want to do anything. But now I'm better. I feel a lot better. Been doing these more frequently. I think this is going to be the third one this month. Third or fourth. Definitely one of those. So I'll at least do four a week. This will probably be the last one of this month since the next month will be... When is May 1st? Today's the 25th, tomorrow's the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, eh, probably next weekend, or whatever is May. May was supposed to be my month, now it's reopening month, or everybody getting back to normal month, or whatever. Eh. So yeah, so 31 days, 31 days, 31 days of not being at work, of being home, mm, got paid, I think... It's next next week is payday, hopefully. Fingers crossed. They are taking vacation out for pay, so this is like a vacation. So after that, I don't know. 
It's time to apply for UI. UI. Fuck. So I got 31 days not at work, doing yoga, losing some weight. Uh, yeah, I've been good about staying under 190. I just gotta break the plateau and get under 180. I feel like if the gym was open, it'd be a little bit easier too. But it's also just like what I eat. Still only like limited to one or a couple meals a day, which is good. But what am I saying? So catch 22 for episode 24 is the title. Should probably move this to the front of the intro. But yeah, it's my month anniversary of being ugh, and I hate this fucking word furlough. I hate the word furlough. I do. I'm holding the mic with both hands. I hate the word furlough. I should. I need a mic stand, but instead I have my right and my left hand as a mic stand. And no, I don't wrap the cord around my hand. I should, for no reason. One month. One month, one... I don't even know what my writing says. My writing looks like a serial killer's handwriting. Month anniversary, furloughed, hate the word furloughed. One month, one day. Oh, one month, one day. A month and a day. 25 days of yoga, still doing yoga with Adrian. It's somehow... I don't want to sound like a creep when I say this, but she's attractive. In a conventional way, I mean, skinny and stuff. She's got, like, fangs. Like, not perfect teeth or whatever. Skinny. Flexible. A little quirky. A little funny. Her feet aren't insanely huge. What the fuck? Goddamn fucking phone. Alerting me of shit. Like, what the fuck? What the hell? hell's happening here stupid ass fitbit bullshit how dare you how dare you it's like what's the point of having a fucking step counter watch if you can't count your fucking steps honestly now honestly now honestly what the fuck is this now i'm fucking with this now now i'm fucking with this Ugh. anyway so yeah, Adrian from Yoga with Adrian, who has 7 million followers, I just saw. And I read some of her articles about her, and a shit ton of people watch her, so. Not that I feel special for watching her, I mean, it, it makes a difference to me, it makes me feel better, it helps me feel better. Although I suppose a bike and running and stuff would too, but mm, a bike's a lot of investment. Also, biking to work and shit would just not be feasible. I guess I could bike get like an all-terrain bike but i don't want to bike in the desert that's the fuck what year are we living in i would get those one of those big wheel bicycles <laughs> i don't know how people stayed up on those you'd probably like break your face if you rode one of those huge big wheels there was no practical reason to have one of those huge big wheels the old-timey like 19 late 1800s early 20th century fucking bicycles and shit it would be fun to have a bike, but I don't trust motherfuckers. I don't trust motherfuckers that drive. When I see a bike or a motorcycle, I, I'm a little bit more cautious. Yoga helps. Helps my mind, helps my body. I think yesterday, like, I zoned out for a good 10, 15 minutes. Just on the yoga mat after yoga. Like, I felt like Doctor Strange projecting my astral body across the universe, across the world, and sending it somewhere else. Sending out transmissions to people. I wonder if that even worked. Probably not. 
but whatever, sending mental texts and shit. But yeah, it helps. Yoga helps a lot. What else has been helping a lot? Reading. And I have to embarrassingly admit that I haven't read the book in a day and a half. Just because yesterday I got up super early, went to Dunkin', got my donut and coffee for free. It was the last day, I think. Unless he changed it, but went kind of early, went to get the mail. My copy of Crisis on Infinite Earths came. It's a pretty fucking cherry copy, and it got here pretty quick. They said it was uh, supposed to get here next Monday, but instead it got here Friday. So from the last time I ordered it from until now, it got here pretty fucking quick. So I've been reading. I read a couple it's pretty trippy it's got a lot of words and shit but the art's pretty awesome so and here it is I'm up to or the death of uh, Johnny Quick and Ultraman and fucking Power Ring so I'm just at the intro so what page is it I think it's page 20 but on the panels and shit I don't know but it's the first issue so I'm aware fucking what's her face? Who is this bitch? It's this Lila. This is blonde chick. It's Gorilla City and what's his name? King Gorilla or whatever the fuck. Gorilla King Gorilla Man. But anyway. So I'm on page twenty two of Crisis. I kinda skipped the intro a little bit. The cover's fucking dope though. The cover's pretty dope. Pariah crying and Super Luthor and who else? I don't know most of these characters, honestly. Ultraman, yeah. Owlman is like alternate universe Batman, I think. Fucking. Can you hear me? Oh. Power Ring is Green Lantern. And fucking Superwoman is Wonder Woman. And Crime Syndicate, so. I guess on Earth 3, like. The Super. Heroes are the supervillains, and the supervillains are the superheroes, so Lex Luthor is, like, the good guy. But there is no JLA. I don't know. It's a little vexing, but not intimidating, so... Marv Wolfman and George Perez. The DC Universe. Holy shit, Alex Ross drew all these motherfuckers, like... That looks like the Hulk in there. It's cool, though, Shazam and shit. All these motherfuckers. Where's uh, where's the bat? Man, why is Uncle Sam on the cover? <laughs> Fucking weird. Dark side, the Joker. Cyborg. Fucking, there it is. There's the bat. Why is like, well, there's like two goddamn Supermans and Wonder Woman and Supergirl. I'm sure most people have seen the cover. I do, however, aspire to finish this. And I shall. Once I finish recording, I think I'm going to take it easy and read Crisis. I feel like I haven't put that much effort into my reading lately, so that's going to be one. And then, like, oh my god, later tonight there's a Mark Jagarian Jiggy Zoom show tonight, so maybe I'll take that in. When does it start? 5.30 to 6. Motherfucker. But I want to go walk. I don't want... I should. I should do both. I don't know how people do stuff. Well, what did I ever have planned when I used to work? I'd probably be at the gym. Probably be at the gym, come home, and I don't know. Just watch stuff and talk to people. I don't know. Now, now I have more time to myself. 
I, f- I feel productive, nonetheless. Oh, I should mention that earlier this week I also recalibrated and re-established the air conditioner because uh, the motor was a little uncalibrated, so... But I fixed it, of course. And knock on wood, it's been working ever since, so... Actually, a lot better than before. It's just, you know, figuring shit out. Thank you, YouTube. But nonetheless, I'm Mr. Fix-It. It's like either I'm really motivated or unmotivated to the point where I'm (laughs) contemplating dark thoughts and dark shit. And I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird fucking dynamic. But anyway, I feel like I want to be more productive with the reading and then still go out and get my steps and still come back and watch the Jiggy show. And It's not like it costs money, but I don't know. (laughs) Ironically and embarrassingly, I thought the show was yesterday. So yesterday afternoon, I was getting ready and gearing up. I forgot that they email the uh, the zoom meeting thing and the word the password and stuff 24 hours in advance so there was already a psycho fucking ij termite fan logged into the fucking mark jagarian zoom comedy show like logged in and then i logged in with my fucking login fucking bitch didn't say one word not that i expected her to then other people started logging in like ooh darren wordsmith or wermuth or Darren Wormuth, the actual writer or the co-writer of Awaken and what the fuck was it called? The Arrival or whatever, the the sequel to the James S. Murray book. I logged in there and people are grab-assing and shit and like they see that I'm there but then they don't acknowledge that I'm there but I don't give a fuck. That's not why I was there. But then everybody got booted so I guess they're, they saw everybody logged in and they booted everyone out and they said we're not ready with this yet so fuck off. <sighs> hmm. My notifications, my emails, just advised that they have released. Who is they? The Tell'em Steve Dave boys have released the vinyl casts to the masses, so that's good for people who haven't heard it. I still prefer hearing it on actual vinyl. I don't know why. It just feels cool putting the fucking record on. I don't know. There's a little something nostalgic about that, but that should be fun. More people listening to it, discussing it, griping about it and shit. So yeah, the Jiggy show tonight. Goddamn motherfuckers. As soon as they relaxed restrictions, they knew these motherfuckers were going to come out of the woodwork. So there's that. So what else? What uh, what have you been planning? Oh yeah. I'm wearing my Mandalorian shirt from Target. Not the Baby Yoda one. It's got Mondo on the front. Little tiny Baby Yoda on the side. I failed to read the email about the... Build-A-Bear, Baby Yodas, so they're all fucking sold out. I think I was, I think it was that Saturday that I was recording, or the Friday before. So I was like so depressed, I didn't check my emails, and then I see it the next day, and I'm like, ah, fuck, I missed it. Like a Baby Yoda, like an overpriced, stuffed Baby Yoda is gonna make me feel better. I don't know. Is it? Who knows? I don't think, I don't think it'll make me feel better. I would still want one. I feel like I, I still want one. Of course, once I get back to work and I have, you know, steady flow of income coming in, so I, I think the last thing that I'm gonna spend blurge on is this crisis that i got for half off the retail price is 30 so i got it yeah fuck it's more expensive in canada fuck that soft cover school yeah covers fine i i like that book and it's like the first dc comic i've bought in a while i still don't know where the fuck my deadpool with the brian quinn cameo is i don't know where my four color demons pin is i don't know where any of that shit is bothering the fuck out of me however i keep my ocd in control so there's that moving on shall we so crisis crisis is cool i'm gonna read it i had my new so that song that 
I could not pinpoint was Sweating Bullets by Megadeth. Alexa, play Sweating Bullets by Megadeth on Amazon Music. Sweating Bullets, remastered 2004 by Megadeth on Amazon Music. Megadeth. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Probably not. Alexa, volume 10, please. I'm really putting music in this right now. Interlude. Maybe it's not the right song. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I think it is. I think it's an intro. Alexa. Alexa. Off. Alexa. Volume 1. There you go. Yeah, it was that song. Haven't heard that song in a while. I haven't listened to Megadeth in a while. I probably should, though. I like Megadeth. Which reminds me, where's my Metallica Master of Puppets shirt? It's down there somewhere. And it's a nice one from Old Navy, not that fucking Hot Topic purple bullshit. <laughs> Speaking of shirts and cloths and fibers... Last night, as I was going to sleep, so I turned on this lamp in here, and since the inside of these walls are all exposed, there was a fluttering, a flutter, flutter. Lo and behold, a goddamn cacophony, a gaggle of fucking moths everywhere. So, they're either eating my clothes, or they're about to, but yeah, there's a shit ton, especially when it gets warm, so I'm like Buffalo Bill. Not that I'm squatting in a house or anything or living in the basement, but I'm fucking living amongst the death's head moths. So, uh, gross. Gross. Death's head moth tattoo. Gross. What are you looking at, Kev Smith? Oh, there's a little... It looks like a Lego figurine of Kevin Smith in the jersey and the microphone. Probably shouldn't say where I got it, but it was a gift from a so-called quote-unquote ex. I keep it above this 37-inch nooch TV that my younger sister doesn't use anymore, so I put it on top of that. And I also put a Boba Fett monitor figurine on there, so on the left side is the Kevin, on the right side is the Boba Fett, so there you go. Oh shit, I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> well, duh, I already knew that. Green Bay Packers plaid. Well, light plaid. These are actually quite comfortable. Size large checkered plaid pattern so dark green yellow lines because the packers are a fucking ace team so what was i talking about megadeth and metallica eh, which brings us to music the music corner the music recommendations wait aren't you gonna tell them to read comics what are the comics well i haven't really cracked up any other comics i got crisis i mean i should run through the venoms and shit and the umbrella academy but I think, I seriously think, like, I have ADD. 
Or I can't fucking focus. Oh god, that Timmy Horton's coffee is good. It actually is. I have a coffee press, by the way. I want to use, but haven't bought my own coffee beans, nor have ground them. I was gonna say grinded them, ground them, but I should have a coffee press. Before I go into music, so I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and the music's groovy. I I feel like I enjoyed it a little more. I don't know why. Made me want to go back and watch like True Romance and. Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown and everything. But anyway, there's a scene where the guy that's playing Roman Polanski wakes up after a night of partying at the Playboy Mansion and he walks outside to their, like, back porch or whatever, backyard. And they have, like, a table, like a marble table or whatever with a little dog and he has a coffee press and he's out there having his coffee in the morning. I'm like, that's fucking dope shit for, like, the 60s, 70s. Coffee press outside. With your fucking dog. That's the shit, dude. So, I remembered I got this coffee press on Black Friday from Target. Target. I have the coffee press. I have everything. I just don't have the coffee grounds. I guess I could put regular coffee in there. It's going to be a little weird tasting, but whatever. But the coffee press mugs I left at the X's. (laughs) There's a lot of shit I left over there. I was going to make a joke. Nah, fucking I'll make it. I think I left my dignity over there, too. No, I didn't. My dignity is intact. It's just... Okay, what do you have over there? Do you wonder? I think it's books. I think it's some more knickknacks, paddywhacks. Mm, don't think I have any more clothes or anything over there. Just books. My Xbox games, of course. And a lawnmower. Because the rest of that shit <laughs> in the garage is hers. I mean, give a woman all the space in the world and she'll fucking fill it. And hold for edit. And edit. Well, no, I mean, like, most of the stuff that we had, like, was hers. And she'll probably say, no, they're yours, blah, blah, blah. No, ma'am. Well, the Funkos are fucking mine. The Funkos and shit, mine. What else? But the books, well, we had, like, a uh, Funko shelf. And then all my, like, nerdy posters and shit were mine. But, (laughs) again, she'd probably say that I'm not really good at decorating. You should see my new... Bunker, my new crash pad. It's fucking dope. I'm dope, but not do dope shit. Kanye style. But, yeah, I just have books and shit over there. Not that much stuff. <sighs> I just, I don't know. I don't like to be put on timeline, I guess. I don't like to be put on a deadline. I don't like to be nudged. I don't like to be pressured. Under pressure. Oh yeah, by the way, I listened to David Bowie's Black Star album-ish, kind of. It's pretty good. It's pretty weird, but good. I might have to listen to it again. What was I talking about? Oh, my the junk at my ex's. This junk, but like, I don't have any fucking... Mm, well, it depends. I don't know. I don't honestly know. I don't have an inventory of all the shit that I have. Like, if it's all my recorded movies and shit, all my DVDs and shit, I'm just gonna, I don't know, throw those out. But your copy of Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Ferox. That's true, like, those are, those are my babies. Those are my babies I'm gonna miss. You can't find those, they don't stream that shit. You don't stream that shit, so a lot of stuff that I Xeroxed into existence. And maybe someone's copy of Infinity War. The kid doesn't read comics. Whose kid? Her kid. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. See, it's like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna worry about that shit. That's... I completely sympathize about moving and, you know, being on a on a timeline and shit, but I am not on a timeline. I don't know. It makes me sound like a dick. Like, god damn it. 
like okay like you want to talk to everybody and you want to check in on everybody but realistically you there's no way there's no fucking way i don't know i don't know is this should i post this on am i the asshole on reddit so before i even finish posting something i'll be like yeah you're the asshole i've always been the asshole so whatever i guess gross i'm already getting like neck fuzz from no haircut you know that most motherfuckers are out there right now getting their haircuts and getting shaves and blah blah blah. Who fucking cares? The women are going to be the ones that are going to have a, a fun time getting back to a normal looking... St- Ooh, light breeze. Cool. I only mention it because it's, you know, I'm on the top floor. There's no AC or HVAC unit up here, so... There's no cooling unit up here, so... You know. What was I saying? Oh. Well, women are going to have a hell of a time going back to the hairdressers and getting up to snuff and all that good stuff. Well, the shallow ones, the ones that truly don't give a shit, you have my props. It's like, dress to impress or dress to depress. I don't know, like me yesterday, I wore, (laughs) like, his shirt. I like it, except for the, it's got the design on the back too, so it's, like, screen printed. So when you go out into the sun, it's like, your back's fucking sweating and shit but whatever i still wore it on my walk not that anyone gave a shit i was rocking a kiss shirt on my walk so i walked for three hours listened to chris jericho talk to his dad ted tedward teddy urban that was pretty dope it was pretty cool he's this old i mean like i guess he's a famous canadian hockey player for the new york rangers even though the rangers eat nuts nooch but respect to mr ted urban it's funny though, he's so Canadian from Winnipeg that every time his dad said something, he would punctuate it with a. Eh? He's like such and such and so and so and grew up in, I mean, he's like played with this guy or teammates with this guy, a. Eh? He was a good guy, eh? It was actually pretty charming and endearing and, eh. It's like, I wish I had a conversation with my dad like that. <laughs> I don't think there's any fucking way if I got him on here, if big if we got the old man here that he would fucking open up about anything he'd probably never want to be on the record about anything not that i'd get him to like self-incriminate by the way he's i'm not saying he did anything illegal or anything like that it's just i don't know how you get somebody that age to open up and talk as i'm well i'm pretty sure now more than anything he might actually want to like talk I, i don't remember him as being a huge talker i'm not sure Maybe he is. I I tried to have conversations with him in my late teens, my 20s, after the divorce, after a suicide attempt. And then we came back around before he fucking... I think my old man invented ghosting. (laughs) It's like he came back after the divorce for a while and then something happened. It's like, why would you come back and try to be friends with your ex-wife? My mom. But my mom, as Chris Jericho would say. But that's beside the point. It's like he came around and then, you know, they. I, I don't want to say that of falling out or anything. It's just my mom's like, hey, you can come pick up your granddaughters or, you know, plan to see the kids somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's fair. And I don't know. I guess it never sat well with him that he had to get it at a different place. And, you know, this house that we all built, you know, it's my mom kind of got in the divorce. So, yeah, he, I guess he didn't like that or but i don't really know he just one day after coming around he just stopped and it's been years i can't tell you how many years it's been since i've talked to my dad 
used to text me a lot. Now he doesn't. I don't know if he, he... I can get his number for my sisters. He has their numbers and he texts them, but he'll never... He has never texted me in, in years. So, you know, the old man, he invented ghosting. And for those of you who are getting analytical, you're probably like, Oh, so that's where he gets it from. That's why he's... No. No, it's not that. It feels like... I don't know. I think a little bit clearer with the silence and the solitude. Why are you isolating yourself? Why are you... Why are you alienating yourself? Why are you detaching from people? Why, why, why? What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Why? And I just had fucking microphone cover, like, right in my face. Why? I don't know. It's... How does isolation, how does quarantine, whatever, affect regular people versus someone like me who's... I'm used to doing things alone, being alone, being on my own, which I th- feels like the plan or the next step is to help out here as much as I can and then sooner than later aspire to, you know, move and be out on my own again. I'd like that. I don't know. Is it Do people take offense to not talking to them? Do people... Do they necessarily understand the need for silence and isolation and decompression and being with your That's them. That's how we communicate. Yeah, I don't know. Living being attached to the phone and I don't know I don't know I, I try I try to do that I try to I guess selflessly being there for everybody and checking on everybody and, and being that person and it just felt like just felt like just you know one of a million so I don't know I still miss people I still think about people I still really think about people I do, but what, <laughs> and this isn't like fishing for praise or fishing for for validation or anything, but it's like, of all the things that people have to worry about, it's like, why would I expect them to waste any time or one second of their time thinking or worrying about me? And again, it's all like, oh, no, I don't think that, no. it's just how I think. I don't need to be told that I'm special or unique or anything like that. I just, I never want to bother people. I never want to inconvenience them. And yeah, it's like you guys have boyfriends, girlfriends, significant others, pets, parents, guardians, family, and I do too. And when I want to check on them, I'll just go downstairs and, and see what the status is, what the fuck is up. It doesn't mean anyone else that is or was or continues to be in my life is not important to me i don't know it's like why am i justifying the way i am i i can't explain it the noise and the anxiety is sometimes a little much just a little much and i realized that last episode i got a little dark a little dark well the darkness seems to be floating around sometimes 
It comes, sometimes it goes. Last night it was right above my head all fucking day. Yesterday I felt like shit. It's like I woke up, I did yoga, had my shake, and my Dunkin's, uh, had my green tea, my shake, went to Dunkin's, got the coffee, and got my free donut, came back, read a little bit of Crisis, did my yoga, and then at some point I just vegged out, started watching the show Crashing on HBO, starring the comedian Pete Holmes. I like that show. I watched two seasons of it. I was watching season three yesterday. I think it's only eight or nine episodes, but it's produced by Judd Apatow. I, I used to listen to Pete Holmes' podcast, You Made It Weird. He's uh, he's pretty funny. He's like a Christian or whatever, squeaky clean, like, comedian. And the show's about him coming up on the scene, the comedy scene in New York. And also it's, it starts off that he's like a comedian, but his wife, he's married, she cheats on him. And then they get a divorce or whatever, and then he's kind of like friendly with her and the new guy she's with, this like new age hipster, hippie kind of guy. It's pretty cool. I like the show. But in season three, like he's had his ups and downs. He had like this relationship with this comedian chick and it didn't work out and he dumped her like after a roast battle or whatever. And then he met this girl randomly at a, at a clothing store and they went around all over New York walking and talking and they had sex in a dressing room at a store and then they went to a restaurant and had sex again in the bathroom and I don't know it was a little lovey-dovey but it kind of got to me kind of got to me I was like no Pete don't do it he just got out of that she was like I guess his second girlfriend ever like his first girlfriend I don't know if it was his first girlfriend ever ever at least in the context of the show but he was only married to his wife for eight years wow and then they divorced and then so he's with this girl now and she's like skinny and blonde and like like really into sex and stuff and she's supportive of his comedy and stuff too so that's cool supportive and all that good stuff so i was like god damn it it's like now i'm rooting for pete and i'm rooting for them to not fuck up or have any issues whereas before i was like don't do it pete don't fucking fall for it so there's your proof i have a heart so it kind of got to me and got it got me up it got me hopeful because the little and these are half hour episodes so it's not even a long thing but him doing comedy him getting uh not getting a spot at the comedy cellar or whatever because he got this younger comic to come with him to new york spoilers season three like anyone watches this but anyway it's like the ups and downs of life and i can totally relate even though i'm not a comic i am pretty funny though i'm just not I don't know how to monetize it or monetize this, but here I am. But anyway, I was like, oh God, he's going to say the L word. He's going to fall in love. And he did. And she did too. And they kind of like moved in and stuff. They lived together. And I don't know. God damn it. Why am I such a softy at heart? But yeah, that kind of got me thinking, <laughs> introspective. And I was like, fuck. So like, stop harping on it. So I couldn't. So it really fucking got to me. So much so that soon afterwards, I was on that Zoom thing trying to prepare for the jiggy show which is actually tonight and i was like i can't watch any more of this but i gotta finish that i gotta finish crashing and then maybe watch silicon valley but i like pete holmes he's like underdog i mean he's doing good i haven't heard him do anything he's probably like podcasting again since can't really go and do comedy right now but i like that show it's a good show Oh, and I had to rewatch the episode with Bill Burr since I've been listening to Bill Burr a lot and his wife and his baby were on there. I guess he just had the baby when he was on, on season two, like a year or two back. 
think she's his daughter's three, so this was probably two or three years ago. This was another show that I kind of started watching with my longtime ex, and then after season one or two, and it just stopped. And then right when we broke up, the show came back, and we just never finished it. So I'm revisiting old stuff, old skeletons. But yeah, crashing, good show. What else? Ugh, oh god, I said, uh. So there's that show. What other movie films? I haven't really watched anything. Just a lot of YouTube. Well, not a lot, but the coffin dance meme has been <laughs> overtaking my attention for a moment or two. Just the song. And then it's also on this uh, Mexican or Spanish radio station slash podcast. So they just discovered it too. And I did rediscover this YouTube channel from this like Swedish kid named Twinkie Man or whatever who does like try not to laugh challenges or meme videos or stuff like that so he did a couple of the coffin dance meme videos that are pretty funny and the only reason I know who this is is because my ex's son was really obsessed with this YouTube channel to the point where he would watch the motherfucker he would watch those videos for like a whole day or most of the weekend he would just eat watch videos play video games eat watch videos, play video games, take a shit. Occasionally you go outside and play with kids or friends. Even they're more social than I am. Even those kids, well, and I, and I say they because the kid, and he's a good kid, I'm not making fun or anything, but he had, you know, he's on the spectrum and stuff, but he's a well-adjusted teenager, I would hope. No. Eh, I hope he and his sister and his dad and everybody's doing good up there in Washington. Just saying. But yeah, kids are more sociable than I ever aspire to be. Well, I want to be more sociable, but what are you going to do? What can you do? So yeah, YouTube memes on Reddit. I've also been... I've also been... I've also been... Oh, fucking DiCaprio's recording himself doing a Mexican character uh, on Once Upon a Time. It's fucking hilarious. He talks like these. He's Mexican. His impression of a Mexican fucking Leo. <laughs> But yeah, so YouTube, laughing at memes on Reddit, staying the fuck away from social media. Oh, I did watch Mallrats. Like, I tried to watch the streaming, but the shit was shitty, so I just put it on, on my voodoo and stuff on my own. They had a thing, like, I guess, focus features or whatever. Stream along with Kevin Smith on Monday on 420. Nooch. But instead, I just had to put it on my voodoo because that shit wasn't working, so it's fine. So now, oh my god, what the fuck? Don't don't read emails when you're recording, ladies and gentlemen. A little tricks of the trade, tricks of the trade. Now we have been going for about an hour now. And I haven't even gotten to my stuff. Okay, so a little introspection. So music helps a lot. And yesterday was New Music Friday. So what came out? Trivium's new album, What the Dead Men Say, came out yesterday. Warbringers, Weapons of Tomorrow came out, and then weeks prior, Testaments. Titans of Creation came out. I'm not exactly sure when that came out, but I've been jamming out to that shit a lot. Uh, the new Trivium I've been waiting most of the year for. It's really fucking good. I listened to it all the way through. Uh, Heafy's dope. He sings like David Draymond from Disturbed a couple times, which is left over from one of the other albums that Draymond pr produced for Matt Heafy and the guys. But this new lineup with this new drummer, they sound fucking solid. The songs are good. Matt Heafy sings great. Plays great, great leads, great drums. It's a good mix of heavy and melody and ballads and stuff. It's good, catchy. I've been listening to to it for a while, for a couple times over, so that's cool. 
I saw I just saw one of the videos uh, melodies the medleys <laughs> it's an inside joke the medleys are great I'm glad to see everyone's still in the band except for the the drummer but this new kid he's he's pretty dope he's a solid drummer the Warbringer album Weapons of Tomorrow is fucking dope. Warbringers like a thrash uh, new wave of British heavy metal type like political and eh, do you know want to say political political type thrash not overtly I mean they're like a really good thrash speed band like the singer's got the high shrieks and then the growls they're great and there's a new song on their album called defiance of fate it's like a ballad sounds like a fade to black type song that type of song or like a megadethy type uh, megadeth type leads and stuff like it starts pretty dark but by the end it's got like a positive message of like stand up and fucking don't just accept your fate of like death or whatever your life on autopilot but stand up and shake both your fists and fucking don't go quietly into that good night as it were so i fucking dig that song in the leads and like it it's a slow build it's a slow it's a mid-tempo like slow song but it builds and builds and builds and it's fucking pretty awesome by the end i haven't listened to all of it all the way through but it's and it, it's on the rotation man Warbringers to shit. Hopefully I get to see them live because live they were fucking awesome. Trivium too, I've seen a couple times. They're really, really great. Dig those guys for the longest time. My brother introduced me to Trivium and I kind of introduced him to Warbringer. I'm not sure if he liked them that much. I feel like he did, or he would. The Testament is really good. Testaments, they have a song about the Heaven's Gate. Like all these songs are about like nostalgia, 90s, whatever, evil stuff. So... The New Testament's really dope. I, I like it. I've, I like their last three or four albums. And yeah, it sucks that Chuck Billy, the singer from Testament, got COVID, got Corona. The drummer from Death Angel that was on tour with them got Corona. Gary Holt, guitarist, got Corona. Like, most of their crew got Corona. I think they're recovering, but yeah, it sucked. It sucked to hear. It's like you worry about the mental... Well, I mean, you worry about all people, but especially, like, people in prominence like Chuck Billy and the Testament guys and shit, so kind of glad they're on the mend. Funnily enough, ironically, I also stumbled down a rabbit hole of Will Smith's YouTube channel for some fucking reason, but found out that DJ Jazzy Jeff had Corona, so that kind of sucked. I'm glad he's okay now. But yeah, DJ Jazzy Snazzy Jeff had Corona, him and his wife, so I'm glad that they're doing better, so... And also kind of saw him do like a Zoom thing, a Zoom concert with DJ Jazzy Jeff. So that was pretty fun. They both have beards and shit. Who else? Oh, and I saw Seth Rogen on the Jimmy Kimmel show on YouTube. I don't watch TV, but I saw Rogen on Kimmel. Fucking Rogen looks like the Unabomber with the fucking beard and shit. But he's pretty cool. Still funny. Still high, of course. So that gives me hope. That these famous people are still out there. Because it's all about the fame, right? No, but that made me feel good. So I'm looking for the small little joys in life. Also, you know, sharing my time with my sister's dog, Amidala. So there is that. Hanging out with a dog, that makes me happy too. It makes me happy just going out there and seeing her just chilling, hanging out. She's a good dog. Good dog. Still young, energetic, but she's starting to mellow out. I feel like it's weird for her, for all of us to be here sometimes, so. And yet I still miss my cats. I feel like dogs and cats would make me happier, so. As soon as I get my own place, I'm gonna get cats and dog. 
and they shall love each other. One can hope. Oh, let me check my show notes again. I don't know why I threw them. Okay. So I talked about music. I talked about those. I talked about Reddit memes. What else? I don't know if I want to talk about... I can talk about another podcast I listen to, so... Listen to Jericho, I listen to Bill Burr. Bill Burr was talking about... Talking to Al Jurgensen of Ministry and Les Claypool on Monday, so that was pretty cool. I don't know that Al Jurgensen was still making music, and he's still a cantankerous old guy, but hilarious. Them talking politics and shit. (laughs) Well, conspiracy, but it was entertaining. So there's this podcast called Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend that I used to listen to. And I met. She was the news girl for Adam Carizzi, Adam Carolla. But now she got fired. She left the show. And so she still has her own podcast. And I hadn't listened to it in years. But in one of her episodes, or most of the time on Carolla, she mentioned she used to play guitar for this band called the Angoras from Califas. Lo and behold, I do a search for her on YouTube, and she reunited with the band, so I finally got to see her play with her band, and she's surprisingly good. Plays the guitar and sings. It's a pretty fucking, pretty pretty good band. So that kind of made me happy. Maybe I'll listen to some of the new episodes, but I used to listen to her podcast religiously, too. And I don't know, I just kind of fell out a little bit, but I was an OG listener from the beginning. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. The Angoras, like... I don't know, they kind of sound like the B-52s or a little SoCal kind of early 90s, a little punky, but it was cool. So it's like three chicks, Allison on guitar, the singer on guitar, this other chick on bass, and this dude on drums. So I'll check them out again. I have been re-watching the Method and Red Man scene from Jay and Silent Bob. Their fatherly advice is pretty hilarious. And just to see Red Man white it up when he's like, Guys, guys, and then he he talks about coming and shit. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Them getting stoned with the geniuses from How High and of course Meth, the Wu Tang over there in Red Man. The fuck? Why did I lose all my energy again? I always lose my fucking energy. I thought I was supposed to bring the yucks instead of bringing dry nasal passages and whistling sounds to this. <sighs> so what are you looking forward to? Well tonight probably the jiggy show i'm gonna try to catch it I'm gonna go get my steps in cement my spot of course and then obviously obviously oh yeah they coming but they don't know how or when they come and they trying to i see you so if anyone wants to join that tsd ants walking group feel free i don't have a fitbit but um, i don't know if it's by invitation or what but y'all can join if you want I mean, I don't run the fucking thing. I'm just in it. In it to win it, motherfuckers. So I'm going to try and watch the rest of Crashing with Pete Holmes and then eat something, then go walk, and then try and read. I think I'm in chapter 10 on Watchmen, which I didn't read last night either, which is weird, but I need to finish chapter 10. I think there's 12 books of Watchmen, so once I'm done with that, I'm going to move to Crisis, but I will read. It's just, it's been kind of weird. So everything's soft open. They're opening the states. And here we go. They're letting people go out. Yeah, there's a mandate going on that if we go out in public here, now you got to wear a face mask. So I got my bandanas. I got some masks that I got from the doctor's office in January. So I might. Running out of gloves, though. But you can wear other gloves. But yeah, I don't know. I don't trust people to follow orders so i ain't 
I'm not really gonna go into a heavily populated populace just yet, but soon. The parks are open, you just can't congregate, you can't use the the swings or any of that equipment. So, but as soon as the parks are open, I'm pretty sure they're packed right now, so there's no fucking way I'm going there. Does it creep you out to see people in masks? No, it just, it's just mildly annoying to see people out. But where I go to walk, I'm pretty sure will be not as heavily populated now that the parks are open. People can fuck off to where they used to go. And now that businesses are, what is it? To go or pick up or whatever? I mean, what the fuck? How do you get a haircut to go? I mean, everyone knows it's cheaper to cut your own hair, dye your own hair or whatever, or not dye it. But who knows? Still not gonna watch Tiger King. Still not gonna watch documentaries. I, I don't like that shit. I'm gonna watch, hopefully, uh, more TV. Oh, AEW was, was cool. The podcast with Britt Baker and Jericho was pretty awesome. I liked it. Mad respect. Going to dental school and being a wrestler. It's hard work. Mad props. But yeah, I've been watching that. NXT, I think I need to finish watching it. Oh, Velveteen Dream. Just, I don't know, some drama happened. Not on the Twitter right now, so I can't say what the fuck happened. But apparently they're accusing him of being inappropriate with a uh, fan. A male fan or something. So that's pretty fuck fucking weird. It's not good for his persona or whatever. But, you know, what are you gonna do? But yes... Ooh, Rambo Last Blood is on Prime. Eh, it wasn't that good. The Rambo before that was good. Rambo 4, I think, was good. Gory, bloody. Rambo in Vietnam. But anyway, yeah, Velveteen Dream, kind of in trouble. Triple H's 25th anniversary of wrestling was yesterday. Who gives a shit? I mean, I like Triple H, but I don't... I don't really... Didn't really like him that much when he was wrestling. I like DX, but not super, super into them. I kind of like Sting, like The Outsider. More than anything. Sting. The Stinger was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. But no respect for Triple H, you know, doing what he does with NXT. AEW's better, though. The matches are better. The fucking... Who was it? Sammy Guevara against Darby Allen was pretty fucking dope. I like that. The Kip Sabian-Dustin match was pretty good. The women's match, eh. The Exalted One, the Brody... I'm, I'm certain Brody Lee's name comes from Brody Bruce and Jason Lee. It's certain that's where it comes from. I'm gonna ask, but I don't know. I don't know, lately it's been a lot of, like, what what's next? What's gonna happen? Sometimes, I don't think it would get to this, but yeah, it's like, what day is it? I don't know. The only reason I know what day it is is because of yoga, so it's day 25 today. Then tomorrow's 26, Sunday. But also a new Tom Steve Dave came out this morning, which I need to re-listen to. I listened to half of it, and then I was like, shit, I gotta do some stuff. So listen to that. Recording this. Read Crisis. Take care of some business. Business. Take care of the moth problem in here. I don't want to feel like I'm Buffalo Bill in his sewing room with fucking moths and shit. So got that. Got a new wristband for this gear fit. Got some cedar some natural moth repellent so there's that but also got the moth trap so try to be chill about it i mean i could have gone to lowe's but i don't want to go there it's probably going to be packed i don't want to go where people are i guess that's the ironic thing is like i love people but i hate gatherings or i hate gatherings and i hate people (laughs) i don't know if i hate people i just i don't know man Uh, i want to say that i'm aware that people mean well and i know that their heart's in the right place. They're trying to check in, make sure I'm not dead, and I appreciate it. And then there's some that, you know, are aware that you got to do self-inventory and self-care, self-love. 
as it were. What's that smell? Ooh, that smell. It smells like baked goods. And I'm hungry even though I ate fairly early, so I gotta, I don't know, feed again like a fat fuck. By the way, I haven't had alcohol for Valentine's Day, February 12th, February, March, April. It's almost going to be three months. I, I had planned to be sober until my birthday, and uh, my birthday is fast approaching. 37. Nooch. 37. Hopefully I can drop to at least 180 by then. Uh, I'm going to have to start doing the sit-ups and push-ups again. I kind of took a break this week. But I'm going to have to redo that again. What was I saying about people? Oh, that their kindness and kind-heartedness is not lost on me. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes you got to get your head straight and you got to recalibrate. I don't know. It's, sometimes it's easier. I don't know. It's weird. Like all these things race through my mind constantly. And then... Sometimes just focusing on yourself is the only thing that we have. Well, for me, I feel like for me, nah, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I'm just saying like I don't want to burden anyone. And sometimes I felt like that. So I felt like you're opening up, you're sharing problems, you're sharing how you feel, you're sharing your vulnerability. And then it feels like it's just burden. So I try to unburden a lot of people and you just... You want to feel like you're not in the way, so that's what makes me arrive to this, I suppose, is keeping my head on straight, trying to be focused on myself and doing some things to stay sane. Sometimes it's easier, some days it's easier, other days not so easy. And then you just kind of want to do everything at once and be there for everybody and be the savior for everyone, and then you realize that you can't. And... You know, I don't know. And then you just feel like shit. You feel low. And then you start to wonder, it's like, why? It's like, why are all these cool people actually bothering with you at all? That's just the internal dialogue in my head. Sometimes it's like, why? Why do you... It's like, what do you bring? <laughs> what do I bring? I mean, I, I don't see that as a reason to talk to people. Like, I don't talk to people. It's like, okay, what do you, what do you got for me? What can you offer to me? No, I just... I talk to people because I like them... But then I don't know if that's mutual and just just from a friendly likability standpoint, like because I'm not super sociable in person. I mean, I can be. I'm not shy anymore. I can be friendly and polite and engage in conversation and discussion. But then, you know, I don't know. Now this just feels like rambling for an hour and a half. So I got seven minutes, six minutes. Maybe I can drop some music in here or some sage-like wisdom. I can't quantify or qualify or explain why I'm detaching. Other than the noise is too loud, man. The noise, the news, everybody's anxiety just compounds into my anxiety. It's like I feel things more strongly than most people. I feel strongly about things. And, you know, it's not that I don't care about people, but it's just a lot of this shit is heavy. It's like, oh, how do the extroverts survive isolation? They survive, they'll be fine. How do the introverts? Well, we do what we always do. It doesn't mean that we're like normal, well-adjusted individuals because we're introverted or antisocial or have social anxiety. It's like, this is how we survive. It's how I survive. It's, you know, it... it who am I to impose or hinder someone's existence? I, I don't know. It's like, I could 
check in with everything, every hour, every minute, every second, every thought of my life and post it all up for everyone to see. But then what? Then what with the oversharing? And then what with the overposting? And then what with the just, you know what I mean? Like putting out, putting out, putting out, putting out, putting out, putting out more stuff and more stuff. And then what's left to keep to yourself? What thoughts do we keep to ourselves after that? Or feelings or, you know, how do we... Is it an addiction? Is it a compulsive thing? Is it because I don't... I don't know. And it's weird. It's not like there's a shortage of people to talk to or to open up to. But I just... I, I don't... I'm not built to open up to everybody and anybody. It's it's hard, man. It's hard for me to open up. It's hard for me to even say this shit out loud. And then, you know, and it kind of compounds and snowballs. And it's like everything and everyone all at once it's like just anxiety through the roof and sometimes it's hard to deal with it so to me it's like i gotta gotta have a little peace of mind a little serenity a little peace and quiet and just be with my thoughts and share that with people well here but that's people's choice if they want to hear this or not i'm not making them i'm not soliciting them to listen i mean anybody that wants to listen or join or be in on this conversation is always welcome to the email, dead underscore rufio at yahoo.com. The Twitter, even though I'm, I'm not on there at the moment, is roaming, R-O-A-M-I-N-G-R-E-I-G-N-Z. Or I might change it to ruminations. I'm not sure. Still haven't pulled the trigger on that, but I will have to find the lost episode, edit it, put it up, and I guess fix the numbers on these. But I don't know. I want to say I'm like, oh, 100%. I'm great. I'm great. Like, they're lifting the restrictions, and I'm about, about to run out there and grab the bull by the fucking horns and YOLO and live everything to the fullest. It's like that old saying in The Sopranos, when Tony got shot and then he wakes up and somebody put a little saying, you go about and pity for yourself, and all the while a great wind carries you across the sky. Every day is a gift to appreciate it, right? That's what he said. Every day is a gift. Live your life to the fullest, yo-ho, etc. And then at some point in that season, after he gets shot by Uncle June, Tony gets shot by Uncle June, and then he heals up, he goes to the therapist, saying that he almost got Marvin Gade. He, uh, Tony reiterates that every day is a gift, but does it have to be a pair of socks? So he comments on the mundaneness of life sometimes, so... It's like every day is a gift. Yeah, we're alive. We've got our health and family and everything. And yet existentially, we're the only ones that have this sort of feeling, which is, you know, a weird thing. But I digress. I talk too much. Every day is a gift. You go about and pity for yourself. All the while, a great wind carries you across the sky. The only great wind I feel is from my biggest fan. That's my biggest fan. So I don't know. It's just, it's hard to keep your head above the water sometimes or keep your head out of those dark clouds but i'm trying man i'm trying uh, i don't have a therapist i don't take drugs i don't take prescriptions so everybody stay on top of it don't let the demons get you stay healthy wear a mask wash your hands and i shall say al rato hope you guys feel better and i'll check in al rato bam, 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 bam.